You're listening to the Growth Experts Podcast. So if you're looking to 10X your business by learning proven growth strategies, you're in the right place. During my interviews with top CEOs, entrepreneurs, and marketers, I dig deep to uncover the real strategies, hacks, and tools to help you achieve your goals. And I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hey, everybody. If you're interested in learning how to leverage LinkedIn for your business, this episode is sponsored by my book, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful LinkedIn Users. If you'd like to get a free copy, just send a text to 33444 with the word seven habits. That's the number seven habits to 33444. Let's get on with the show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And today we have yet another amazing guest. His name is Jason Shao, and he's the co-founder and chief video officer of Animoto, which is an award-winning online video maker that makes it easy for anyone to create professional quality marketing videos, even if they don't have any technical skills and have never created a video before. With the mission of empowering everyone to create powerful videos regardless of age or experience, Jason founded Animoto with his high school buddy and Dartmouth College friend in 2006. Prior to founding Animoto, Jason was a producer for MTV Networks and the Comedy and Comedy Central. So, hey, welcome to the show, Jason. Thanks, Dennis. It's a privilege. Thanks for having me. Yes, we were chatting a little bit before we hit record, and we both have two daughters, which is kind of cool. And uh, so we kind of hit it off on that, and I'm excited to hit it off when we talk about video. And today, Jason has over a decade of experience (laughs) in creating video content. And so we're going to tap into that today. And Jason's going to kind of give us some tips and strategies on how to start leveraging this video and, you know, kind of catch the wave, so to speak, of what's going on with video without, you know, getting pummeled. So he's going to dive into that. But before we do that, he's going to, if you wouldn't mind, Jason, give us one or two minutes of a quick backstory, kind of how you got here, how you ended up in this role at Animoto, and then we'll dive into some of the meat and potatoes. Sure thing. So, I mean, we've been doing this at Animoto for about 10 years, but actually prior to that, as you mentioned, I had a whole you know career in TV and film along with uh, my friend and, and co-founder that you mentioned. And he was, I was working for MTV and Comedy Central. He was doing, you know, work for documentary work for ABC. And, and as much as we loved our, you know, we basically had like dream jobs. We just saw how fast everything was changing around us, you know, with how fast things were changing with the internet, with social media, with these mobile devices. And keep in mind, this is like before the iPhone, right? These things are getting smaller and smaller to the point where you could like put them in your pocket. It just seemed inevitable that these things would probably one day have like internet connection and maybe even like cameras and, you know, cloud computing. So it just seemed inevitable that the whole landscape was going to change. And we just couldn't stop thinking about it. And really, you know, what we ended up doing is we set out to prove whether, you know, you could actually, you know, basically this is kind of the nerdy part, render video in the, in the cloud on, at scale. And, you know, we thought it was going to take a few months to prove it. It took us a year, uh, just nights and weekends. And then eventually once we saw that this was possible, we quit our jobs. We picked up a couple other co-founders. And here we are 10 years later with, uh, you know, 100 folks here in New York City and around the world and just trying to deliver amazing video for businesses around the world. Wow, that's so. You've been good. You've been at this for ten years. For twenty years, if but you count the, ten, the years ten years with Animoto. Ten years with Animoto and ten years in TV and film prior to that. Yep. 
Wow. So you've you've learned a lot in those 10 years since starting Animoto. Before we dive into that, let's let me ask you a couple of questions. Did you raise capital? Are you did you bootstrap? Did you raise capital? Where where did you sit on that? So we we've raised three rounds. In the very beginning, it was we put in a little bit of money ourselves just to kind of prove things out and get things going. Then we our first round was basically, you know, friends and family in the Seattle area. Then we were fortunate enough along the way because we were using Amazon Web Services to, in a really interesting way to attract the attention of Amazon. So we picked up a, some investment from Amazon, which is kind of cool. It's not like Jeff Bezos is sitting around having lunch here, but it's kind of cool that you know, Amazon, we can call Amazon an investor and a couple other institutional investors along the way. And so here we are now. Yeah. About how much total, if you don't mind me asking, how much have you raised to date? We've raised over $25 million. Okay. Yep. Great. Okay. So... Give us a sense of how big Animoto is. I don't care whether, you know, it can be revenue. I know you said employees, maybe number of users. I'm assuming this is kind of like a SaaS model, right? Or a subscription business. We actually have all sorts of people, you know, using Animoto to create video. But really where we're seeing the biggest opportunity, and for us really kind of the most exciting part, is really video for small businesses, especially on social media. Social media and video, you know, as, as everyone can probably see, in front of them is, is really just blowing up and businesses are really eager to figure out how to just be a part of uh, this wave like you were talking about. It's, it's pretty exciting. So for us, you know, we, we actually have all sorts of different types of businesses, you know, and we've probably served over 100 million, you know, businesses at, at this point, you know, around the world, big and small. So it's been pre- a pretty exciting, you know, journey for us. So it is a subscription model. Do you, I mean, I don't know if you guys disclose how many subscribers you have or anything along those lines. I mean, is that something you're comfortable or you, can you give us a range? Is it, is there a freemium model and then obviously a paid model? How does that work? There's a free trial and then there's a, a few different tiered packages. You know, one of the great things about Animoto, it's, it's very affordable for the pro package, which is basically what we suggest for most businesses runs about, you know, 250 bucks a year. Or, you know, you can pay a bit more for the, the monthly subscription. We don't, get, I think we've given away some numbers in the past, but I think we, at least for now as a private company, we keep some of those stuff uh, pretty close to our chest. But I think, you know, we, we have a hundred person business. We basically run a profitable business. So you can kind of put together some numbers that way. Great. Okay. Awesome. All right. So in the last decade, you know, I'm sure you've had, you know, your fair share of ups and downs, obviously, you know, with technology changing as quickly as it has, right? What's been the biggest challenge that you face to date in growing a successful, profitable, sustainable SaaS business like you have? I mean, if you had to pick the biggest challenge, what has that been? So I think, you know, if we were to be a bit uh, open here, that, and, I, and I think this may be not, maybe not dissimilar to how a lot of folks start business. We loved, I mean, we love video and we love technology. We're just total technology nerds. When we started Animoto, it was really all about building amazing technology. We had all sorts of cool patents doing stuff that no one else was doing. And for us, it was like nerd heaven, right? Turns out half the stuff that we spent a bunch of time on, people actually didn't care about. And the other kind of interesting thing is we, I would say we had, you know, some, I call it faux success in the early years because we had a little bit of everyone using us. But in some ways that actually kind of means, you know, it's kind of like you're kind of good for a lot of things, but not great for any one thing in particular. And for us, I think we started to realize that that as in terms of growing a business, that can actually be really challenging because you're not only being 
pulled in a number of different directions. So it's incredibly hard to know how to prioritize your efforts. But, you know, operationally, you know, you have just people focused on different things. They're not sure, you know, they, they, things feel you know, misaligned. And then what ends up happening in terms of a customer experience is it starts to feel like this Frankensteinian patchwork of, you know, of a product or, you know, service. And so, you know, we learned that I think, you know, the hard way in the early years and really, you know, the, the I'd say the kind of the, the big merch growing up point, <laughs> I should say, is when we realized, hey, you know what, we I think would we rather be kind of good for a bunch of different things or really good at one, be best in the world at one thing? Um, and for us, you know, we chose the latter. And so we really kind of kind of a di- like reinvent. We, we built the video making product of, you know, of the future that we thought would disrupt Animoto if we ever saw, you know, was released. We basically built something that we would be freaked out would disrupt Animoto. And we kind of disrupted ourselves. And, and um, that we thought that was going to take a year. It took two years. We released it two years ago. And that's the product that we're focused on now. And that's just super exciting about, you know, helping businesses create videos, particularly on social media in kind of this building block drag and drop fashion. Okay, great. So as a SaaS company, you know, you, especially with a $250 a year premium subscription, right? It's not like you can spend thousands of dollars on a client because obviously, you know, you're your cost of acquisition has to be in line. So what I want to talk to you a little bit about, if you don't mind, is two-part question. When you first got up and running, when you first got Animoto started, you were bringing on your early customers, other than friends and family, right? Beyond that, how did you get your early customers? What was the go-to-market strategy for your early customers, say your first hundred or a couple hundred customers? Well, in the early days, and actually it remains the same today, is it's been a big, the biggest chunk is actually word of mouth. People hear about, hear about Animoto from friends and colleagues. And what's happened and what's really kind of amplified that is this emergence of social media and the fact that everyone is on social media. So, and I'm sure, you know, business folks out there can resonate with this. It's like, you know, this whole power word of mouth, it's not just about bumping into someone at the water cooler or at the grocery store anymore, or you're bumping into your neighbor, you know, when you're getting the mail. It's like, you know, if you have a thought, people are broadcasting their thoughts, you know, dozens of times a day out to hundreds of people. So this whole kind of notion of word of mouth has really kind of exploded with social media. So we really benefited from the emergence of all these different social platforms, you know, right at the right time. And, and ultimately, you know, like, and of course, you know, we supplement that with, you know, search and search and paid advertising and, you know, all sorts of different kind of paid and organic opportunities. But, you know, at the end of the day, I believe if you have a great product and a great service, you know, and if people want to talk about you, that's, you can't get much more cost effective than having people talk about you. So let me ask you this, just to try to peel that back, because you said that that's still, is that still your primary strategy today organically is, is word of mouth? Is that how you get a lot of referrals from just people that are seeing the videos or are friends of people that are already subscribers? Is that still the strategy today that gets you the most clients? Yeah. And for us, we have it, you know, we have a bit of a unique product in that it's something that people share. So in the early days when it was maybe less focused on business and we actually had, you know, some Animoto branding on it, people are so excited about these videos that are sharing them all over. So it actually kind of had a built in kind of um, growth mechanism because people are kind of sharing word of mouth by sharing their videos. And in the world of business, they're not necessarily excited to be sharing their business videos with Animoto logos on it. However, people see these videos and they want to know like, oh, wow, how did, you know, how did that business create this video? Or, 
And so they start searching like, you know, how to create these types of videos. So it's, it still kind of happens, you know, by either people seeing these, you know, these videos that really seem to stand out to them on social media or literally, you know, there's still, you know, huge pockets of, you know, various communities and different kind of, um, you know, verticals that where people just love sharing tips and ideas, you know, podcasts like this. And so, you know, it still basically happens in, in the same way. Okay, great. So that second example that you gave me where people saw this cool Animoto style, you know, animated video, right? But they yep. don't have, you don't have Animoto branding on it. People will then, you then went to the search engines and optimize some content in and around how you thought they would search, right? Or how yep. they were searching. And then yep. now you're being found there. So it's organic, but the way they hear about these animated videos is usually by watching somebody else's animated video. It gets them curious. They do a quick search on Google and boom, you pop up. Next yep. thing you know, they're on your site, maybe getting your email or doing a test, right? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Okay. I just wanted to backtrack that trail of how that happens. That's great. All right. Awesome. So here's what I want to do now, if you don't mind, Jason, you know, all this expertise in video from MTV to Animoto, okay? Let's dive in and if you wouldn't mind sharing with my audience, you know, some tips or strategies on how small businesses, because I would say the majority of the people in my audience are small businesses, solopreneurs, or maybe they've got 10, 20, 50 people in their organization, small businesses. How can small businesses better start leveraging video, whether it be animated or otherwise, to start getting more leads, more clients and creating more reach? Great question. So, you know, what I hear most from small businesses is it's not necessarily a question of like, you know, why video? I used to have to actually spend a lot more time on that. And, you know, now at this point, there's literally just hundreds of studies and tests. And I know some of my favorite stats are like, you know, video, people recall six times the amount of information from a video than from, from text. Or, you know, after watching a, a video, people are 64% more likely to you know, to make a, you know, make a purchase or make a purchase decision, stuff like that. And so at this point, it's kind of just generally well accepted that video, however you use it in your kind of marketing, you know, a strategy or workflow really delivers results. And so at this point, you know, what we hear most is that they're like, listen, I, I see video everywhere. I know I should be doing it, but listen, you know, especially as small businesses, I'm running 12 different other parts of the operation. And the last thing I have to do is have time to do is like learn a whole new type of marketing, right? It's like, I just got my website up and I'm now I'm trying to learn email and SEO. And now you're telling me I have to learn video. This is really kind of the world that, that we're, we're kind of the, where we, you know, play a part is our whole world is about trying to empower these folks with the power of video. And the, you know, the biggest question that folks have is like, well, how do I, I don't have, how do I get started? Because I don't have experience. I don't have time. I don't have extravagant budgets like, you know, these big companies do. And so, you know, what we encourage folks to do is to think about, not think about video as a whole new type of marketing, but really as a way to amplify your existing marketing, already, you know, what works for you. And when we start to talk like that, it really starts to kind of make things, I'd say, less anxious filled and more familiar, right? So you think about what are those, you know, when, when you bump into someone, you know, whether it's, you know, at your company or on your storefront or on the street, and they're, they're asking about your company, what are those things that you already say? that work for you? What are those messages? What are those points of differentiation from your competitors when you hop on the phone? And what are those questions that people most commonly have? All that content that you already know, all that messaging, all that information that you know already works is perfect fodder for video. And the great thing about video, right, is once you've captured it, 
you don't have to have that same conversation over and over and over and again. So particularly for and you know the business out there, the being the B two B businesses out there that rely on you know say you know some sales efforts, it's a fantastic way to just save time and resources is capturing a lot of that you know information in video. And so you know and with tools like Animoto, you can just put together these videos yourself. You don't have to have any expertise. You know we have all sorts of these you know basically like starter templates that we call storyboards, and you can just kind of pick one that you know relates to what you're doing. You know drag and drop your own content in. And you're ready to go. So can, can you give me an example or maybe I'll give you one and you tell me if this is correct. So say a B2B organization has a blog post, right? And it's, yep. it's a really good blog post. You know, it gets a lot of engagement from their audience. It gets a lot of shares and views and it, you know, it's doing well, you know, they know it resonates with their audience. So maybe they could take that blog content and then create an Animoto type or style video using the same sort of content, but put it in a video format. Is that what you're saying? Yes, that's a fantastic example. And in fact, we see a bunch of companies doing exactly that to get started. This company, Buffer, comes to mind. Basically, they wanted to get started with video. They are not only known for all their great social media tools, but they also have amazing blog content. And so what they were able to do is basically just sort their, you know, blog posts by, you know, which ones are, you know, had the most traction. So objectively, they know which ones resonate most with their audience. They took those blog posts. Some of them were short enough that they could kind of get, you know, the main points into a short video. Some of them were, you know, longer like studies. So they would basically create these little teasers of sorts, right? Um, These like 10, 15 second teasers, put them on Facebook or Instagram, you know, maybe tease a, a few of the most interesting points and then say, you know, to click here or swipe up to, you know, to, to see the rest. And these videos perform fantastically well, you know, for Buffer. But that's an excellent place to start. And that's an excellent example of taking what you already have that works and using video. Video is really a way to amplify what already works for you. Say, you know, you could say the same with a podcast episode, right? So this is, this is what works. So this is your content. But you could create, you know, a little teaser to put out on uh, Instagram or on, on Facebook. You know, with a couple choice quotes or, or interesting, you know, interesting tidbits, and then point people to the the full interview. So, and from there, I mean, you just think about all the other types of aspects of your company that should be interesting to either customers or prospects. Like, you know, starting from company overview to how tos, or you know, product demos or service demos, interviews, testimonials, recaps, event recaps, announcements. We have a book coming out, or we have a big event, or we have a big, you know, our spring lineup is being released, you know, in, in on this date or regular newsletters. So I think it's kind of like once you start to realize that video is not this whole new type of marketing, but it's really a way to just amplify the things that you're already talking about with your audience. It becomes like I it becomes much more familiar. What I like to say is, you know, businesses need to learn how to speak video. Meaning video is not this. Sometimes when you say, oh, you know, like businesses need video, people are like, oh, I just need a video on my homepage. But it's video is not this kind of one off item on your marketing to do checklist. Right. It's, it's really something that you just like, you know, blogging or posting on social. It's something that you should kind of get in the habit of regularly doing. And then once you think about all the things that your audience wants to know, it, it starts to become just like a, you know, a muscle. Yeah, it's like I mean, there's been a big trend, particularly the last few years around repurposing content. Right. And I think that example that we talked about with the blog, converting it to video and or, you know, infographics and converting those to video or blog, there's all kinds of different ways to repurpose your content. So I think that it sounds like Animoto is a a great way to do that very cost effectively with video, because 
you know, I mean, a lot of people just aren't comfortable with getting up and doing camera facing, you know, high production type stuff. And I have a feeling that based on the tools you put together with Animoto, it's probably a lot easier, a lot less daunting. <laughs> That's actually a great point. A lot of the anxiety actually comes from, yeah, people are like, I don't want to be on camera. That, that freaks me out. But, you know, really you think about all the content that you already have, whether it's on your site or, you know, on your social pages or, you know, wherever, you know, in all your, you know, various marketing initiatives, you already have great content. In fact, you don't even need any video clips or photo. You can actually have just, you know, you can make videos with just text, you know, you know, three things you should know about this upcoming summer or whatever, you know. So, um, yeah, that's actually a great point. You don't have to be in front of the camera. If that is part of your brand and you do feel like people want to connect with the more human side of you or your team, then great. You know, we definitely recommend, you know, put making, a, you know, making videos more human so they're more authentic and relatable. But you certainly don't have to start there. Okay, great. So let me just dive in really quick, but let's try to keep these answers short because I have a few more questions. Length. What do you see after having seen all these videos, right, that have been created? You've had hundreds of millions of people that have tried or seen your videos over the years. What do you see? What's the data that you see as far as length that you see does the best? So what we like to say is, you know, the shorter, the better, right? And in fact, it's not uncommon to see videos on social media as short as like, you know, 10 or 20 seconds, sometimes even shorter. The main advice we give is just try to cover one point really well, as opposed to trying to cram like five disparate points. You know, five disparate points should actually be five separate smaller videos. Of course, if you're doing something that's more explanatory or how to or, you know, an interview, those can be longer, especially if it's sitting on YouTube or your website. But for stuff on social media, keep it short. Great. What platform do you see doing the best as it relates to the Animoto style videos? Is it Facebook? Is it Instagram? Is it YouTube? Where is it? Well, so by volume, you know, what businesses should know is most people are all still on Facebook. I mean, so by volume, it's still the biggest and probably the most performing. But really where the wave is growing the fastest is on Instagram. And particularly because it's still kind of the Wild West things are, what we're seeing is it's just a huge opportunity for small businesses. Things are still super cost effective. And the fact that like a small business in Wisconsin can, you know, can have a video right next to some giant international powerhouse you know, on Instagram is amazing, but that's just because on social, they give you the tools to really target uh, the specific audiences that care about, you know, what you, uh, what you're talking about. Awesome. So being a techie, cause you, you kind of classified yourself as like a techie nerd at the beginning and trying to put all these cool features together and having that type of background when it comes to video, aside from Animoto, what's your favorite growth tool or software today? Great question. Oh, there's so many. I actually love Buffer. I mentioned them earlier as a, just a social media tool to help schedule, you know, posts. I'd actually say that Instagram right now, not so much, I'd say it's a tool. It really is an incredible opportunity now for businesses. And there's so much interesting stuff you could do on it. And there's still so much to explore. So I'd say Instagram. Great. So what's one book that you've read recently that you think would be valuable to my audience? Let's see. Two books that have been basically like Bibles here at Animoto. One is called Radical Candor. The other is called The Advantage. Radical Candor is just about creating a culture of being able to be, you know, candid in helpful ways with your teammates. The Advantage is just all about building a company with focus and that focuses on organizational health. And both of those have been invaluable for us. Awesome. Perfect. Well, listen, before we close it out for today, I want to thank you for coming on the on the show it's been incredibly valuable you know obviously you've been super successful animoto i'm so happy for you 
Before we go, let everybody know how they could connect with you, learn more about Animoto, and then we'll close it out for today. Cool. Well, I'm certainly all over social media, but what I thought I'd do is maybe I'll, I'll set up a page, you know, so folks can, maybe with some links of some interesting information and, and all my contact information, we'll set that up at animoto.com slash growth experts. How about that? Perfect. So animoto.com slash growth experts. And I'll include some links, you know, whether you're just getting started or trying to figure out how to take video to the next level, we'll put some useful information on there and feel free get in touch. I love talking to businesses. And if you have any questions at all about, you know, how to get started or, you know, particulars about your specific type of industry or business, I am more than happy to chat with you guys. Perfect. Well, listen, thanks for joining me, Jason. Good luck with your twin daughters. And I'm sure we'll be chatting again soon. Thanks so much, Dennis. Appreciate the opportunity. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the podcast, then do me a huge favor. Click the subscribe button now and please leave me a review. It would mean a lot to me.